Welcome to the Classic Car Corner Podcast. I'm Jason Painter, and co-hosting today is John Lockhart and Eric Benzel, and we are excited to welcome Steve Schulte, who is a proud owner of a stock Golden Lime 1970 AMC Javelin SST with a stock 304, and he's going to share with us some history of the Javelin and his AMC stories. Thanks for coming to the show tonight, Steve. Uh, we enjoyed checking your car out in the driveway, even though it was a little chilly and a little dark, but uh, that color is just so unique. There's not going to be too many cars on the road that have that, that lime green. It's not, I won't say it's lime green because it's actually darker than lime yeah. green. It's, it's, it's that, that dark, it's not hunter green, mm -hmm. but it's not, it's definitely not lime. If you know a right. you know, traditional yep. mm -hmm. lime color that you're thinking. And with the black trim and the black top, it is just a sharp car. It's the first time I've had the opportunity to actually see a Javelin up close mm -hmm. and in person. And uh, even at car shows, I haven't—I don't ever remember seeing one. Right. Um, but it is such a unique car mm -hmm. uh, that came out in the late 60s mm -hmm. into the early 70s. It's, it's just very unique, and you don't hear a lot about them. So I'm excited to hear your story on your car. Sure. I'll start now. Yes, sure. All right. Like, Sounds please. good. When did, when did you acquire it? Um, I acquired that car in 2005 and uh, bought it off eBay, actually. Um, did some bidding. A friend of mine who was president of the uh, Hoosier Club at the time uh, was looking at it with me and his expertise and saying, you know, with a little work, you could have a nice, nice daily driver there. So uh, I got the winning bid. And uh, got a friend to go up there, and um, the gentleman said, you can pay me half now, and when you come up, if it's not what you like, I'll give you that check back, and, you know, we'll say, say goodbye. So, um, funny story, calling the U-Haul place up there. I had a truck, and we were going to get the trailer up there with the guy that went up with me. And the woman uh, goes, now, what kind of truck do you have? And it was a Chevy something or other. She said, now, what are you going to be? towing and i said uh a uh, amc javelin and there was a pause and she said that's a car right uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of figured okay i know how old you are <laughs> so, right. yeah yeah so but uh no and and my history of amc i'll go back real quickly mm -hmm. um when my folks got married in 1951 their first car was a nash convertible okay mm -hmm. um and my dad always bought ramblers uh through the 60s and uh, when I turned 16, he said, uh, you can buy any car you want. You're paying cash. And the Willamies dealer was the only AMC dealer in town at the time. And there was a 69 gold javelin there. And I had enough money, so I bought that as my first car. And one of only two javelins at Ballard High School. So, uh, okay. Or two All right. AMCs, excuse me. All right. All right. So, All right. yeah. So, um that was my first car. Okay. Fell in love with, with oh, I was always in love with AMC, but I loved the Javelin because no one else had one. Right. <laughs> so, Besides that, what else about the Javelin really uh, well, I just your interest? Well, because it was the underdog. I mean, uh, um, and I'll read this now. One of the, uh, you know, American Motors had probably one-tenth of the staff that the big mm -hmm. manufacturers had. But in 1971... Their brochure said, if you had to compete with GM, Ford, and Chrysler, what would you do? And I thought, that's what AMC <laughs> that's was awesome. up against. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So they said, see the cars that go them one better. And, uh, uh, nice. Yeah. 
but they were just, uh, AMCs were always unique. Um, the Javelin didn't look like a Mustang, didn't look like a Camaro. And, uh, well, it was their first, uh, stab at the pony car. Yep. And it was uh, considered, a po- and it was considered a pony car, right? It was, yeah. it was, it was, uh, they brought it out as a pony car. It was wow. advertised as such, yeah. uh, to compete with the Mustang and the Barracuda. And even so the Camaros, yeah. as we talked about earlier, and it did pretty well in yeah. the years of production on the race course. Mm-hmm. Uh, some internal issues with the company is uh, really what led to the the downfall of the yeah. Javelin. But when it was competing in races, it actually did very well. Yeah, the Trans Am series. Uh, I know uh, Peter Revson, uh, Dan Fulmer, and Mark Donahue were all drivers at one time. So uh, you know they had the they had the right people behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So and the I, cars looked amazing with the red, white, and blue. Yeah, uh, pat- oh, right. paint scheme. Yeah, oh, and that's yeah. before '76 when they had right. the bicentennial. So yeah. they were ahead of the game on that as well. But anyhow, we we towed it home, yeah. um, and uh, it sat in the garage. And uh, I've got some pictures that I'll I'll show you guys later of oh, what it, what it was like when we brought it home. Right. Um, needed a total restoration, and uh, like I was mentioning. Um, Found a great body shop in town that that uh, I had brand new steel for the rear quarters that seemed to rust out pretty frequently on those cars. Um, so they put that in, um, basically did a new paint job, and just uh, yeah, real pleased with it when I got that back. So well, it looks absolutely stunning outside. Yeah, that beautiful is car. Sure. Thank yes, you. it is. It truly is. And th- so there were two generations of the Javelin. Yeah, the first uh, obviously. So the first one was from 1968 to 1970, 71 to 74. Mm-hmm. And yours is obviously the last year of the first gen. And it was a, it was a one off. The 68 and 69 were basically the same cars. 70 had a little bit longer front end, different tail light assembly. Um, Totally different interior, different dash. Okay. And that was only one year because, uh, obviously, 71, they changed the body, changed the interior, changed the dash. So, yeah. So, 70 was just a one, a one-off. a Okay. So, yeah. Wow. And how long have you currently uh, – so, so, you bought this car in t- 2005, so yep. 15 years. So, what have you done to this vehicle as far as upkeep and are parts re- readily accessible? Well, they – Probably 20 years ago, they weren't, and uh, but now there are several AMC suppliers. There's one guy I deal with uh, mainly, Kennedy American out of Ohio, okay. and he actually worked for AMC, and when Chrysler was coming in, he bought out a lot of parts departments of oh, wow. dealers. So, yeah, got a lot of new old stock, and uh, so I get a lot of stuff from him. But um, So body work was done. You know, outside uh, with CNO Body Shop, the interior. Um, a friend of mine and I kind of did what we could do. Um, obviously, I bought new upholstery. Had a place in Louisville that reupholstered the seats. Um, basically, we did the dash by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Engine-wise, there was very little we had to do. It, oh, wow. It's yeah, it's been uh, we've we've obviously all new brakes and brake lines everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, basically, a tune-up, uh, a new plugs and and um yeah wires and yeah it, it's uh and it's an easy car to work on yep 
Yeah. Yeah. There's he, no there's no um, body control module. You have to hook up to yeah. a computer and say, hey. So, I mean, that's the beauty of yeah. these old cars. Absolutely. You can pop the hood up. Oh, well, there's this, there's this, and then boom, done. You're, you know, you tune you, those things up pretty quickly. You can actually see your driveway when you open the hood, <laughs> right. too. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to remove the radiator. Yeah. Or, the oil. Yeah. or take the front bumper off, right. as they yeah. do in some of these cars in today's <laughs> market. That's for sure. Um, so, so... Tell us a little bit more about the AMC history. You, so your, your your parents had AMC cars. Yep. Um, what what you you found this Javelin mm-hmm. uh, that was your first car. What other AMC products uh, have you been exposed to? Well, I I I got rid of the Javelin after two and a half years, okay. and I bought a seventy four Gremlin X. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nice. And, and I bet you wish you had it back. I would. It was white with the black. Hockey stick stripe, uh, okay, yeah, okay. three speed. Uh, had the two fifty eight, the mm-hmm. big six, mm-hmm. and um, and those were inline, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it had a black interior and no air conditioning, and it was like a furnace in mm-hmm. the summertime. Oh, sure. <laughs> yep. But I loved the car. It was it was quick, um, mm-hmm. and uh, but then I I I got another hankering, and uh, I was going to UK at the time, and. The AMC dealer there, I found a 69 Ambassador. Okay. Okay. Two-door hardtop, and uh, it had um, all the bells and whistles, cruise and everything. And I thought, man, that's a cool car. So <laughs> so the Gremlin went, and the Ambassador came in. So, Gotcha. Yeah. What size engine did the Ambassador have? It was a 290. A 290? Yeah, small V8. So, so, so the, um, the clubs... Uh, AMC enthusiast clubs. Uh, talk to us a little bit about um, uh, you. You had mentioned something about Indiana, mm-hmm. um, and and uh, please obviously share with us. You, your car did win uh, best of twenty five. Uh, uh, please share with that. Yeah, because that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's fantastic to hear. Yeah, uh, I belong. There's there's no club in Kentucky, but I belong to the Hoosier AMC club. Um, good following there, so I keep up on on people there. Unfortunately, most of the meets are north of Indianapolis, so I. Still not comfortable driving the car that that far up. Gotcha. Um, but uh, also belong to AMO, which is the National American Motors Owners Association, and uh, been to several of the national meets there. Um, SWAT meets are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every now COVID kind of put a dent in this, but every sure. three years they were doing a um, Kenosha meet, which okay. is where the AMCs were made, and. It was kind of like a homecoming. Been to one of those, but uh, at that one there were six hundred cars, okay. all AMCs. Gotcha. And that was uh, that was fun. Oh um, sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Which was a show that that you had the award in? Okay, that was uh, that was at the Railway Museum, um, and is that New Haven? I think. Yeah. Kentucky. Okay. okay gotcha. Yeah. Um, we had a bunch of us that went down together uh, on sixty-five, and. Um, it was this there with with uh, several AMCs, and they did awards at the end, and uh, just happened to call my car out, and it was one of that they said one of the top twenty five. Just said it's a unique car, and uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I was uh, I was tickled. Yeah, 
Now, I know there's not a, you mentioned that there's not a Kentucky association yet. Are you going to form the very first Kentucky Association? <laughs> I mean, I'm on a spot. Well, let me we're going to put this. you on the spot if, right here right if, now. We're <laughs> going to make the announcement. If he does, I'm in. I don't have an AMC, but it could be on the radar. You never can tell. Yeah. You are, you are <laughs> actively hunting for AMC. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd, love, so, I'd love to have a pacer. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, so that or, or a gremlin would be a fun. They're just unique. You don't oh, yeah. see them. Yeah. And, and, you know, we talked real quick uh, outside – I don't know if you guys knew of Dick Teague. Did, did that name ring a bell in any of the research? Maybe it did, maybe mm-hmm. it didn't. Uh, but um, at age six, this poor kid was in a car accident, and it and it uh, resulted in the loss of an eye. And um, he ends up going on to design school and designs AMC cars, yeah. in, including that of the Javelin. He did the Javelin, uh, the the Pacer, the Hornet, the Gremlin. Okay. And yep. basically the Gremlin is a Hornet uh, with the back end chopped off. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you you can't dissuade us from the from the question. We're putting Steve on the spot. Let's have him start the <laughs> Kentucky <laughs> Association right here tonight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Know, you don't have to put you on the spot. There, but that'd be a good good place to start. Now on your car. Jason has some trivia that he's going to throw out to us, and and I think I have the answer to it. There's a there's an emblem on the back of yeah, your car, and I think I know what it means. So it's the target. Is that what you're no, referring no, to? The, the three letters. Oh, the SST. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So so the question is, what in fact does SST stand for? Super strong trunk. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, you're you're so close. You're so close. But maybe maybe so. Steve, what is the what is the actual well, correct answer? To that? Well, one was supersonic transport. Okay, and the other was super uh, sport, super, super sport, touring touring. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. super yeah. sport touring. So so but but I think both of those are actually correct answers. Yeah, am I right? Yep. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, cool. I so, kind of like the supersonic transport. Yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> yeah. it just I sounds too. better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sounds it's, faster. It's, so both right? options were val- <laughs> were valid on any model then. So SST was you, you could either call this or this, or yeah. it was it. So it didn't matter what other options on it. It was just or what options got that to got that emblem. Well, on that there was had to be some things that was, on there. Right? That was an right. upgrade. Um, you had that like the C stripe I have on mine was mm-hmm. an option for that. Um, mine has that full wood wood grain dash yep. all the way across the, the custom wheels. Yep. Um, the the basic javelin had a gray dashboard. Okay. Uh, yeah. So pretty plain Jane on that one. Um, and there were some little, I think, some little light group features or some of the, some of the options there that were mm-hmm. only available on the SST. Mm-hmm. And your car, by the way, is magnificent because the interior light. I mean, you think, you know, what's what what do you really call out the attention of a we not dark outside of the interior lights? The interior lights look perfect, and it's because you put LED lights yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the incandescent lights, and I know this from our, my old cars from when I was starting to drive. Those old lights, little little bulb lights that have the little two contacts on both ends, they'd mm-hmm. always tint or burn yeah, a little burn that brown plastic. spot in the right. plastic. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what happened uh, to my, my car. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, So... What other motors came in that vehicle? Uh, the base motor was a 232.6. Um, you could get a 258 straight line 6. 304, which mine is, is the smallest V8. They had a 360 and a 390. So, Gotcha. 
I'm going to take a quick moment and ask our listeners to please check out our sponsor, GD Herring. GD Herring provides options on insuring not only your classic car, but all of your collectibles. Please check them out at gdherring.com. And talking about options, uh, I thought it was fascinating because we were talking about hood, just the, the number of options that were available on that car. And you'd think, you know, you can get this engine or this engine. You could have this trim package or this trim package. And it seems like AMC just set it up to where, well, we got about 28 different options over here and about 30 options over here. You could totally, it seems like you have a customized car just if you went in and yeah. bought one. Or, yeah. Well, and it, it's funny. Some of the, uh, some of the little features in that car are kind of unique. The, the seat belts, see, I didn't show you that, but the center, it's got a full center console mm -hmm. and the seat belts, uh, are held on by magnets in the center console. So you, you just unhook the magnet, put it on. When you take the seatbelt off, you put oh, it back on that, that magnet. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have to check that out. Yeah. And, <laughs> that uh, is supersonic. That yeah. Is, yeah, there you go. <laughs> right? That's right. And, and yeah. some, of the, some of the wording they use, I mean, the, the transmission was shift command. Okay. You know, and by the, uh, it says lighter, and then above the ashtray, it says ash receiver. <laughs> that is just yeah. that yep. is strong. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just some uniqueness to the to yeah. the AMC. That's right. Very very cool. That's so, that's one better. It yeah. truly is what they said. What they advertise. That is one. That is one better mm -hmm. than the competition. No, that's right. <laughs> I, I love that detail. It's cool. So, what challenges have you had with owning this car? Have you have you have you fa found that okay? I can't find the the part for this or. Actually, no. I mean, okay. there are. Um, I mean, you 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 could build a Mustang online right now. I mean, you could find every part. AMC takes a little more hunting, which which to me is is part of the fun of trying to find. Like the uh, it had no radio when I got it, um, and I did trace it back. The guy I bought it from, he had it fourteen months. It sat in his garage the whole time. Never got around to doing it, but he bought it from a guy in Maryland, uh, and towed it to his place in Illinois. I contacted the Maryland guy. They were the second owners, so that's as close as I got. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, didn't know what happened to the radio, but uh, doing the searching, I found an original AM radio from a guy in Massachusetts. And Solid state? Is that what yep. they were? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep. All right. And, uh, yeah, a friend of mine and I took it apart and uh, even painted the little little orange oh, the, the dial. dial that moves. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, uh, yeah. But that was the fun of trying to, oh, I, I found this part and it's going to get mailed here. And, you know, just, it was fun. Well, from the looks of it in the driveway, it looks almost complete. Uh, it didn't, it doesn't look like you have too much left to to. Not a whole lot. Yeah. Now it's just going to be, like I told you, uh, uh, change into dual exhaust. We're going to do that eventually. Um, the air conditioning doesn't work. And there are some kits you can do to obviously make it, um, compatible with what you're supposed to have now so that that's one of the one of the projects down the road but uh you know right now the air conditioning is how fast i can roll that window down so <laughs> right, yeah you're right, right yeah that 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 was my air conditioning on all the first four cars i ever owned <laughs> so talk to us about some of the favorite memories you've had with it i just besides the award yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just love taking it out around around Louisville mm -hmm. and and pulling up to a stoplight and um, having someone 
give you a thumbs up. Yeah. And, yep. Or, yep. you know, what the heck is that? Yep. Stared at right, yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I get it. I imagine you probably engage in conversation at the local Phillips too, right? Oh yeah. 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 And yeah. it was funny. We, uh, last time I took it out, I took my oldest daughter for a ride around Louisville and we were on Hare Lane and I just happened to see ahead of us Corvair convertible. Okay. Oh, wow. So I thought, okay, hopefully right there at, at Brownsboro road, I'm going to, I'm going to, and it, Light turned red. He's on one lane. I'm going. I'm going in the other. Mm-hmm. Pulled up right <laughs> beside him and just said, "Nice car." And then sat there having a conversation while the right. light was red. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that, that is awesome. So I'm going to ask a, 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 a odd question here, but okay, so your first car that you bought was mm-hmm. a Javelin. Yep. What was the car you did your road test in? Because we usually try to figure <laughs> out, you know, what you own and what you actually took your road test in for your driver's license are usually two different things. What what, yep. what was that? We, uh, um, with the help of uh, my grandmother, we talked my folks into buying a Mercedes. And uh, my dad bought it from a Mercedes mechanic in Chicago. And it was a 60, 69 280 SE, mm-hmm. just the four-door sedan. Yeah. Um, so I took my driver's test in, in that Mercedes. And one unique thing about that was they were training another officer to do mm-hmm. the test so he was sitting in the back seat oh, while geez. the other guy was in the front next to me gotcha. so yeah all right yep <laughs> so you yep. had to have double the pressure yeah yeah <laughs> but fortunately the mercedes um easy to parallel park yes you know, it wasn't it wasn't like you had you know four feet of fender sticking out in front mm-hmm. of you right so yeah, yeah those, funny. those cars were ever bit of six thousand pounds i think weren't yeah. they? yeah yeah <laughs> big cars <laughs> yeah. you still drive Bowman, by bowman field on any night on the weekends, and there's lines waiting. Oh yeah, to teach their uh, drivers how mm-hmm. to parallel park. Yeah, I can't believe that's still part of the test. <laughs> I mean, With I parallel cameras, park yeah. fairly often, just because the neighborhoods that I live in and the street the restaurants we go to, it's all street parking. Right. So. Uh, well, you also learned in an '84 Delta 88. I did. Which, if I can parallel which... park that thing, and now I got a little infinity, I can put that thing anywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's interesting that. Uh, we all took driver's tests in these 80s cars, mm-hmm. and they were so big. And now, you know, kids today struggle with the parallel parking on their driver's test. Yeah, that's one do. of the main reasons why they fail, from right. what I've heard. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> so, right. See, I lucked out. I, I My aunt let me borrow her uh, Honda Civic. <laughs> I had that thing parked, and there was enough room to put another Civic in front of it or behind it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's awesome. So, Steve uh, – Aside from the Javelin, are you interested in maybe starting another project down the road? No, I, th- I think this is going to be my baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, uh, I, I did, uh, I did want an AMX, which, in case you don't know, that's that was basically a Javelin with twelve inches cut out of the wheelbase and no back seat. So it was wow. it was the only other two seater to compete with the Corvette. But um, and they made the AMX two seaters from '68 to '70, but they are a little, little pricey even for unrestored ones. And I just thought I'm I'm not gonna get a car that needs to be restored. So mm-hmm. this this one's at a point where I'm going, I like where it's at and I can I can have fun with it now. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. it's a unique car. I mean, you again, you, it's not one of those that, you know, where could I find a, cl- a classic Mustang? Well. Anywhere. Of the twenty five pages that you look up on the internet, here here they all are. What do you want to do? What what model? What what level of restoration do you want to be? Mm-hmm. 
One one other thing, um, as far as production numbers. There you go. Yep. Yep. Um, probably two hundred fifty thousand Mustangs of of that seventy year. Mm-hmm. There were seventeen thousand one hundred thirteen seventy Javelin SSTs made. There it is. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. There it is. You want to talk about a collectible? There it is. Only fifty five thousand were made in the first year. Yeah. Of production. Okay. As All opposed right. to over 200,000 Camaros and almost 300,000 Mustangs. Mm-hmm. Wow. So How about that's that? what they're competing with. So so by chance, do you happen to know the sequence number of your last model, the first gen? Do you, uh, so, okay, gotcha. Yep. Yep. No, I don't. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes those sequence numbers can make uh, – I'm in the car business. Mm-hmm. We did have somebody come in to trade in their vehicle, and um, I said uh, – Come here for a second. I said, do you realize what we've got here? And they're like, yeah, it's just a you know Honda Accord or whatever it was. I forget. But long story short, it 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 ended in zero 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 one. Uh, well, it wasn't one, but it was it wasn't ten. So they had the the you know maybe the eighth Honda Accord or whatever okay. it was <laughs> that was out there. And, and obviously, the sequence numbers can make a difference. And and this is nineteen seventy, so uh, the VIN numbers. Um, the first digits would typically tell you the the country, or and then there would be the assembly. Um, and if there were multiple assembly lines for that car, maybe somewhere in Michigan, San Jose had Is it Wisconsin. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, are, w- I think w- this was yeah this was was made in Kenosha. Okay, yep. gotcha, gotcha, yep. gotcha. Okay, very very cool. So, Steve, what advice would you give someone interested in a javelin? I mean, like lessons can, learned. Yeah, lessons <laughs> learned. On your path I mean, <clears throat> it, it, of restoring this. Like I said, uh, for our, our listening audience, I wish it was a viewing audience because if they saw his car and and uh, the way it's it sits and it's in its stock condition, it's just really a very beautiful car. But what what advice would you give somebody who might be looking for one of these things? Well, you you can still find them. Um, you can find them unrestored. You can find them fully restored. They're still unique. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's uh, um, we do cars and coffee at Captain's Quarters sure. a lot, yep. and uh, a friend of mine has a Rambler Rogue, which was the Rambler American um, fancy model convertible. So we always drive down together, park next to each other, and we're pretty much basically the only two AMCs there mm-hmm. oh, yeah. on, on every every month, and uh, that's what makes it fun because people come up and go. Oh my gosh! I haven't seen one of those for years. Right. You know? right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly so. right. Well, when you pulled up the first thing, when you started it up and pulled it up into the light, John and I looked at each other and was like, oh, "It smells like <laughs> it a smells. smells like a classic car." <laughs> yes, it, does. <laughs> just, it, it just, I mean, and it does. The interior, yeah. it just smells like the, it smells like history. And it, I said it reminds me of working on cars with my grandfather, and it reminds me of my aunt's Barracuda and yeah. the way it looked and smelled and. It sounded good too. It sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, you get it, that dual exhaust on there. Yeah, you'll get a really yeah. nice note. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it in yeah. your car, Steve. It, it looks like it's like the third day it came off. You, you just <laughs> picked it up at the lot, and it's like, oh yeah, here, here's my new car. It looks amazing. It really does. Yep. Thanks, lot, guys. Lot, lot yeah. to be yeah. proud of for sure. Well, I hope to see it out in some <clears throat> uh, car shows this spring. Yeah, because we we too gather at Cars and Coffee, and it is mm-hmm. a fun show. That's yeah. for darn sure. Absolutely. Um, any other trivia or facts, perhaps, that you'd like to share? For example, the target. 
Uh, yeah. I, I honestly I didn't put two and two together until somebody said, "Well, it's a javelin. Of course, they're going to be aiming for a target." So there's a target emblem on yep. that car next to the next to the script. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yep. So I, I didn't know that. That I think that's pretty neat. Well, and the that. the guy that named it um, was an AMC, I think, in in the PR area, <clears throat> and it, actually that script was a copy of one that came off of a boat. Oh wow! And it had that same J. Where the javelin starts, and that's what they I see. they used. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. That is neat. Didn't know that. <laughs> Very good. Um, any AMC dream cars on your list? It would have to be a seventy AMX. Seventy AMX. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Which is the American version, and a little bit of the Australian design as well goes into that with the AMX. Mm-hmm. Now, did they do that in that uh, red, white, and blue, red, white, and blue paint color? Or no, they, uh, the the javelin. There were only a hundred of those made. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, an original. I mean, there's lots of copycats where people just paint them that way. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, the originals. <laughs> you, you can see the door jams and everything else. That yeah, this is an original, and you know, those are going for a hundred and a quarter now and and stuff. So. You're not really going to take a javelin and throw a roll cage in it, and <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> well, you could. Well, true. Yeah. <laughs> true. That's, yeah. true. That's right. That's right. So and so the the factory air mm-hmm. that's in this car. Um, do you find that uh, do, does it do a pretty good job? Some of those older air conditioning systems. Uh, the sixty-five. I've got a sixty-five Mustang, and it it has uh, its own little unit. Yep, the little four. Right, yeah. right. No, no, mine doesn't work right now. Oh, it doesn't yep. work. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So, yeah. yep. but, you know, at car shows, I can open the vents up and go. Yep, <laughs> that's right. They don't it's know it doesn't air work. conditioning. Yeah, right. yeah. Exactly. Well, turn it on. Well, it's it's too cold out right now. I can't mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, compressor doesn't work right now. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I mean, is that really that important? I mean, it's obviously, it's, at least it's in the car. It's the yeah. original air conditioner in the car. No, honestly, it's not. I mean, yeah. no, you're right. It, it, it's to more, me, it's not a huge it's not. value buster that it's if not. the air no. conditioner is not working. Well, yeah. and yeah. spring and summer, I mean, I want the windows down. down right. right. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a windows down guy myself. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yep. That, um, so are there any uh, things that you would have liked to have known before you purchased your Javelin? Anything Any big like, surprises? Yeah. Any whammos that, uh, man, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. Not really, because I, I, I guess because I knew the cars pretty well before, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the, and the reason it was uh, it was at a point where my two girls were at a certain age, where my wife uh, kind of looked at me and said, "Go find your car." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And yeah, so I, that's when I started hunting, and uh, yep, and. Uh, I looked at a couple others. Looked at one of the Humpfinder Javelins, and it had uh, it was down in Florida. It had some rust issues, and my my buddy in Indiana said, "Yeah, let's let's stay away from that one." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but, it's a uh, lot more restoration yeah. involved with that. Yeah, and potential. Again, I'm, I'm sorry, the Humpfinder was that the second gen first yep. year, the seventy one to seventy four. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm still looking for my dream car. I've been watching Meekum this weekend. <laughs> uh, that, that'll get you they're, they're having a run of episodes of Meekum this weekend. They've been out in uh, Houston, Texas, and uh, they've had some phenomenal cars come across there, as they always do. But they've had some very affordable uh, rebuilt, custom cars that have gone for 
uh, a decent price uh, in the ballpark of getting started if you want a out of the box, mm-hmm. you know, custom older car uh, that's ready to roll. Um, I saw some you, under twenty thousand dollars. There was several out there that rolled through. Absolutely, and I know we, I know we were talking about estimated value for mm-hmm. your javelin out there, and all of us, I, th- I think. We were talking about the value of it, and we were saying, "I don't." We were thinking it, it's it's going to be a little higher up there. And 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 Steve, you and John were like, "No, this is this is about what yeah. we've seen." I think it's what it is right now, because as you said, as the as you get to those Florida cars that rust out, you're not going to see many of them. Yeah, oh, and yeah. it's and it's one of those things that you don't see it right now, but you wait five years, and it's just going to continue to go as because again, it's a it's a manufacturer that's no longer around. Yeah, it's a model that was one year, and it's special to that one year. Mm-hmm. And as people start figuring that out, you see one of them on, and I think once the internet starts picking up on it, you see one in a at a Meekum show, or or they even use one of these in a in a movie that yeah, uh, one in a right. movie, yeah, right. oh, forget yeah. it, right, right. And it's just it's just that one thing will happen, and all of a sudden that car is going to be like, well, you know what, I'm glad I got this. Well, and it's it's interesting too because uh, most of the young kids who are into Getting into cars d- still don't know what one is, right. um, and yeah. they, um, you know. So I'd like to introduce. I'd like to get a younger generation to go. Hey, these, these are American Motors cars, and yeah. uh, you know, and that cool. was it America. was actually a company, you know, that existed. That existed. And there are yeah. some holy grails out there. The Trans Am editions, the ones that were actually race yeah. cars, uh, they go for over a hundred thousand dollars. Yep. Right wow. now, there was a Mark Donahue edition. They made twenty five hundred and one of those. Um, special spoiler in the back that he designed. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, they're yeah. out there. Yeah. It was fun. Yep. Very uh, neat. Well, uh, Steve, uh, thank you for joining us here at the Classic Car Corner podcast. And uh, for our listeners of the podcast, like us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe so you're notified of new shows. And please leave us a review. Uh, your reviews are the most powerful way you can help us reach more people. And um, thank you for listening. Thank you, Steve.